0: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It is four minutes past four. Uh, Max in for Paul today. Andy. Well, it's not four minutes past four when people are listening to us. No, I'm just letting people realise that we are, we've just it's come off check. air in the post-show buzz. That's where we are, right? Wherever you are, whatever time it is, I'm sure you're having a lovely time. Andy, you've just come off air, right? This is like when Jeff Shreves puts the microphone in your face. How do you feel today went?
3: I thought it went pretty well. I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed Max Whitlock. He was good. I I enjoyed the idea of you giving away a penny to all of your (laughs) Twitter followers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. And
3: uh, it took us a bit of... We had a bit of trouble working that out as you're here. Yes. Um, But we had a chat.
0: We had a chat. Yeah, we love to chat.
3: That was it, really. Oh, and Ali Ross came in to talk about... Uh, football in Brazil and Scotland. Mm. How similar it is. It's
0: exactly, exactly the same. And uh, we hope you enjoy it and have a wonderful day. And we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, And two-time Olympic gold medal-winning gymnast Max Whitlock joins us in the studio. It'll be nice to be not even the most famous Max in this airless room (laughs) to tell us about his new workout book. Someone who could probably do with a quick flick through the book, Ian Abrahams, is with us (laughs) to round up the day's
3: managerial (laughs) press conferences and will speak to Margate FC's captain about their new kit, inspired by their
0: sponsors, the Libertines. Yes. It might be quite nice to get other bands Mm. that should... uh, You know, which team should wear what kit... Uh, to do, I should have thought of this before the show. But you know, if the Libertines are doing Margate's kit, who could do other football teams' kits? Yeah, good question. Good question, <laughs> isn't it? The audience are well trained. <laughs> Eight, ten, eighty-nine. You can do that. A uh, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. You're going to get in the way of Courtney Horse TV. Don't worry. We'll do, okay, we'll, we'll 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 save save the band's shirts one because we want a full hour of of Courtney Horse, don't we? We... Horse. Horse. <laughs> Stop calling him horse. It doesn't Sorry. work if you call him. That's not well, his I name. Well, I know. Well, Jimmy says, I know it's going to ruin your feature, but I think it's pronounced house rather well, than not horse. Re- not according to the commentator last right, night. It was okay. Rob Hawthorne. Okay. So no, I'm, going, a, I'm going on him. We're going on Rob Hawthorne. Okay. I understand. (laughs) Going on, Rob Hawthorne's pronunciation of Courtney Horse, and what would you like from the good people listening? Uh, Uh, TV formats.
3: Do you want some? Yeah, I love some. What have
0: I got? I've got Horse and Kartik. That's uh, Courtney learns the art of wicket keeping with the diminutive Indian glove man. Right. Uh, I've right. got uh, Courtney, Courtney, Courtney on Orkney. <laughs> Courtney Horse, Courtney Walsh, and Courtney Kardashian put on a desolate part of the Orkney Islands. We see if they can survive. It's really complicated. <laughs> I've got Horse Whisperer. Right, Courtney hosts the revival of the old grey whistle test okay. that's one for fans um, of Bob Harris uh, Ground Horse, Charlie Dimmock, and Alan Titchmarsh Landscape Courtney Horse's <laughs> Ground, garden. <laughs> Ground Horse. <laughs> Adding in Aston Villa based garden features that I haven't thought of yet. That's good. Okay. I'm sure we'll get uh,
3: a few of those. Horsing
0: About, a prank TV show where Courtney Horse <laughs> puts Villa Legends of Yesteryear in serious jeopardy. A laugh as Courtney fools Kevin Gage into thinking he's been in prison for 30 years without parole for a crime he didn't commit. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, uh, Wayne says, Only Fools and Horses. Yes, OK, yeah. very good. But um, well, he's going to give us a bit more than that. Yeah. Come We, on, we can't go to the commissioning editor <laughs> with just the
3: title. Sometimes that's, Although people some people
0: do. People don't have attention spans any anymore. So, uh, yes, OK.
3: What was that you were detail? saying? <laughs> Sorry. Now, uh, yes. royal
0: news. Ah,
3: oh, yes, okay. Amongst all the other stuff about uh, Harry and Meghan was this that I spotted. Prince Harry will conduct the conduct, rather, mm. not conduct, will conduct the 2021 Rugby League World Cup draw at Buckingham Palace next week. Is okay, so he doing it with yeah. Jim? As long as he doesn't disappear halfway <laughs> through it. To Canada. I think not- he, he's a big rugby league fan, so he can get a
0: season to give a Toronto pack. Oh, that's a good idea. Listen, are you, I mean, I am I just let them live their own lives, Andy, is how Fine. I Fine. Me feel too. Like. Yeah. As long as we don't have to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: I love the way they're sort of, mo- their self-awareness is fantastic. The yeah. way w- w- We're going to move towards being financially independent. Mm. Yeah. No, okay. we'll we'll all pay for you while you move towards I'd like to do
0: that I'd like to retire tomorrow move towards (laughs) financial independence could you all could you all fund me I would like to move away from financial independence (laughs) I would quite like all the money that is being is going to Harry and Meghan I Mm. there's a bit of sort of I wouldn't say mould, mm. but there's a bit of real grime around the shower, my shower head. <laughs> I have some lime scale, and I would quite like the money that's currently going to Clarence house or whatever yeah. to just redo my bathroom. Yeah. I think yeah. I
3: deserve it. I think that's fair enough. Mm, thank now, you. Now, I, I like to pride myself as uh, it's a very, very useless skill. Mm-hmm. But I'm very good at recognising... So, sort of not that sort of famous celebrities in oh, yeah. sort of okay. places. Okay. And so, I was on the Tube, the Jubilee line this morning. Yeah. And my wife's a massive fan of Doctors. She loves that shit. Right. Isn't? Okay. So, I, I spotted Valerie from Doctors. <laughs> and I actually went up to her. Oh, and stop said, it. I did. <laughs> and said to her. Do you mind if I, uh, if I well, let's say my wife loves your show, and do you mind if we, she won't believe me if I if, if I just say I've met you. Mm. So can I have a selfie? <laughs> oh. How did Valerie react? Valerie was lovely. Was Sarah she? Moore, her name is, I looked her up. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, how long have you been doing this show, Andy? Uh, nearly 20 years. Okay. This is the 20th year. And do you still feel in the zone? Do you feel oh, totally I mean, committed? Most days, yeah. Okay, I think good
0: so, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing on milkman Tony Moulds, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who has been doing the same milk round for so 70 years. Yes. Aged 85, he has no plans to retire anytime soon. you think he'd be bored with it by now, really. Mm. that People would say that. About me. <laughs> <laughs> Starts at six o'clock, six days a week, drops off four pints to 40 households around the village. He began delivering as a 15-year-old boy in 1950. Mm. I mean, I wonder if he's in the red zone, Tony Moulds, don't you, but do like no, good really I don't know, really crack it's, on it's, it's tony
3: difficult to say really
0: mm. um and uh,
3: where am i oh yes with this I, i've got a thing like I, I can't stand comparisons in sport right, and whenever okay. a great moment like, there'll be a great goal there well, was that the greatest goal was that the greatest try was that better than this goal or better than that try and then, of course we've had the same thing with ben stokes mm. ben stokes is wonderful he's joined the pantheon of the great British, great British, great English all-rounders. Yeah. Ian Botham and Flintoff. That's what it is. You don't, you don't want to compare... Even Matthew Side did an old piece. Why don't we get a piece from Gio Campari? Just get it over with. <laughs> Stop comparing. You can't compare them. You just D- cannot... Quite- different eras, different shapes, different
0: demands, different everything. It'd be nice, though, on Compare the Market if there was a selection, you know, after comparing phone <laughs> suppliers and, you know, energy suppliers. If the it had best sportsmen. best overhead kicks and you had Trevor Sinclair's next to Yahan Bashes and Gareth Bales, <laughs> I'd quite <laughs> like to see that one. I can't say Every time
3: he comes on your hand bash, even mm-hmm. though he's scored against yours, I just think of that thing that you said about, uh, what's the name of the... Uh, <laughs> Lady Bracknell. Lady Andy Bracknell. Artist, yes. <laughs> um, uh, how do you feel about Adrian Charles Beard? Oh, I saw this in the Guardian this morning. I like Adrian, but I don't have any... F- you don't have any interest? Any... Do you want me to not read well, no interest, but I don't have any opinions on his beard. Okay. Whether
0: That's he's got fair. one or well, not. Then I'll leave that one alone.
3: I'm happy to be told. <laughs> Who would? I, I admire him for getting a bit of column out of it. No, it's
0: interesting that he was told by BBC bosses to lose his beard mm. and I was told by Sky bosses to lose my beard and mm. uh, and I also said no mm. and neither of us are on the television anymore yeah. so that shows you. Maybe you should and just shave your beard I've off. just got
3: a beard so <laughs> now, I'm never, I'm never going to be on television no. anyway beard or no
0: beard. No. Uh, now last <laughs> which night is, which <laughs> was the follow up to <laughs> Deal or No Deal and it didn't work quite as well, <laughs> it did it? Because <laughs> you could see the people and so you Knew if they had a beard or no beard, but Noel Edmonds kept the job because it was right up his alley. <laughs> now, uh, last
3: night's game, uh, Connor Howrahan came yes. on, yeah, according did. to Rob Hawthorne, <laughs> and uh, he's obviously he's a Howrahan. But we've had. Hurahan, Horahan, and Harahan. Okay. But uh, I, think, I think we finally settle now on Harahan.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm still in the Hurahan. You're still a Hoorahan. Yes, I'm sort I, of a... What does Barry say? Because Barry, you know, he's the definitive. I had, you know, he just says, it's, it's Matt Doherty. That's what he tells me. He he's <laughs> stuck on Doherty. Well, when he's talking but, about Conor Harahan. But, but he calls Neymar Neymar, and he calls uh, Daleks Daleks. So I'm not sure he's... Uh, I'm not <laughs> no, sure but Conor McNamara is an
3: excellent commentator. He I've is. noticed that on uh, Match of the Day, he calls V-A-R, V-O-R... Mm, Yeah, because that's the Irish pronunciation. It it does sound like V-O-R. The Hawksby and
0: Jacobs Daily Podcast. Interesting story, this. um, You may have seen, uh, Malky Mackay has discovered that Brazil has the same issues Mm. finding young footballers as Scotland uh, when he recently (laughs) spoke to some of their top coaches. Uh, They're coming up against the same challenges as we are, which surprised me. We're talking about the dearth of street football. Uh, Certainly happened in Scotland, uh, dearth of dribblers and street footballers. Uh, my perception, he says, was street football was going on everywhere in Brazil. They all wanted to play, but it's happening there as well. Uh, to to review this, uh, Ali Ross, the Suns TV critic. Ali, how are you doing? Thanks, very really well, thanks. Nice yeah, to see you. Nice to see um, you as
2: well. so, I mean, it's good to know that the... Brazilians are suffering equally. Well, someone had to say it, didn't they? It's been staring us in the face for so long. Thank you, Malky, for clarifying that. Do
3: you think they'll not qualify for a tournament for about 30 years? Oh,
2: yeah, but they've got the big Scott McKenna at the back as well, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it goes a bit deeper than no street football. Like it, it is interesting, though. I mean, first issues. of all, that,
3: that Malky was in Brazil; they, they were invited yeah. to give a, a talk, a pro-license presentation, and there were lots of top managers there. So, I mean, you assume that you know this. He was what he heard
2: was pre- presumably true. Well, he he's clearly very Scottish. People do get very excited about going abroad, even more than English people. <laughs> and I could tell from the interview he gave; he was gushing a bit um there was a says oh, can't i can't believe i'm here <laughs> that's a nice place yeah you yeah, like, <laughs> must have had a, a tremendous time down there i'd i'd love to go to brazil give a presentation about scottish football uh but yeah it's Scotland you can seems speak to, have to a good brazilian reputation. tv
0: critics i, d-
2: I, I reckon I could, six months that's all i'd need to acclimatize <laughs> i mean i suppose like, if you had a choice of where to play street football arguably you would yeah. take... over <laughs> Rio de Janeiro, yeah.
0: But, I mean, I mean the point he's making, and it's probably true, isn't it, you have this image of literally every young child in Brazil just dribbling around the streets, and actually they do... Well, the favelas, and also exactly. on the beach. I mean, you know, when oh. we were in uh,
3: mm. Copacabana, there, there were a lot of
0: people playing football. Yeah. Mostly it was moose. And actually, well, I did have this theory when I was playing football on Copacabana myself, was that it's very hard to play a... Easy side foot pass, and so this is why the Brazilians are so good at dribbling because you can't pass on the beach, yeah. right? You just it's very hard to pass and move, and it's a real issue that they that you know, once they you get into grass, they're still trying to dribble around everybody, but so. not a. I mean, a, there are some nice beaches on the Isle of Skye, I presume that they oh, have St. the same Andrews problem. A yeah,
2: it, it's seasonal <laughs> in, a, in a way that it probably isn't on Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that great Alan Mullery story when England played there in '69 and got absolutely stuffed at. American are but he said they played they played a bunch of sh- street kids on the Copacabana the day before and lost mm. about 6 or 7 nil and this was the England team at the time Yeah, no, um, it's, it's i mean it's eminently you've possible you've been there andy but yeah You've been there. We've both been there. Yeah. I mean, mm. they.
3: You, it, it, I mean, it, it's, the only thing against that is, for example, Real Madrid have just what well, they've got: Vinicius and they signed that other one, also about eighteen. So they mm. are still producing mm. young players that you, the top European clubs want. Whereas I don't notice Real Madrid coming in for, you know, any Scottish players at the well, moment.
2: Not at the moment, Andy. But <laughs> let's watch this space, yeah. John McGinn, yeah. Big McKenna, All the ones who <laughs> were injured for the Israel game in March. Yeah. Um, no, we we haven't produced. Players since the sixties and seventies uh, in any great numbers. We, we're trying to plan our sort of European uh, trip for the are you European Championships.
3: Hey? Well, you know, we just well, England are already there. I think you're fine, yeah. but we'd like to follow Scotland. So, what are the chances? <laughs> a of them qualifying? Have they got to be They I only got to beat Israel and they qualify. No, we've got to beat Israel, Israel
2: and then Norway uh, or Serbia. I've just booked a flight, somewhat recklessly, for 190 of your earth pounds to Oslo. For the second game, that's because, it. Because yeah. yeah, I think we've got the beating of Israel. I hope we have, despite all the injuries that are falling at exactly the wrong time. But whether we could beat Norway, you haven't lost at home in about three years. Do I think it's doubtful. Do you think that hmm. because you always
0: had this playoff as a possibility that affected the qualification campaign? That you always had this kind of get out,
2: or uh, actually, there were you... a number of factors, but I don't think that helped because if you know it's there you know it's you can cling to that if things aren't going quite so well that's the last the last thing the Scottish psyche needed was any sort (laughs) of get out
3: I feel for the teams that didn't qualify for the playoffs they must have thought how have we not qualified for these (laughs) but everybody has even Bulgaria oh yeah they're manufacturing
2: ways that Scotland surely we have to qualify (laughs) this time but you watch us how much hope do you have Ali come on uh out of ten yeah if ten is out of 10, if ten is ten is Argentina 78 yeah yeah. I reckon I'm and about and nor is <laughs> just after Costa, the
0: Costa Rica game
2: <laughs> alright I'm about three or four a three or four okay yeah. well it could be worse couldn't it, yeah. it could, stranger things have happened um, can we talk about the uh,
0: the masked singer talking of For which check, <laughs> yeah, exactly I'm um, I found this programme, and, and I know it's, sort of, it's got mixed reviews, hasn't it, uh, yeah. on um, social media, amongst other things. And I don't know how, how you viewed it. I found it sort of strangely mesmerising. Mm. In one of those TV shows, you're sort of questioning your own existence <laughs> and everything while you're doing it. a dance show. There must be something else I could you, be doing. You but
2: don't I, feel good about yourself no, watching it, do you? but you
0: still... <laughs> I mean, yeah, so this is like eating something that's terribly bad uh-huh. for you. You know that
2: it's bad, but you can't stop it. The the thing I hate about it most is it makes me care. I really want to know. Yeah, and it's stupid. It's it 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 doesn't advance humanity one tiny little way. Probably puts us back a bit. In mm. fact, so but
0: just to explain you it, you do Andy, want to know if you haven't. So you
2: understand the concept. For those yeah. that don't understand the concept,
0: they bring out famous people in but arguably the greatest fancy dress that's ever been made. I mean, if you turned up to a mm. power, fancy dress party in one of these, people would be Isn't very it a thing impressed. The way they sing, there. Well, they're sort of mic'd up in... They've worked mm. through the technicals.
2: The okay. rehearsals must have been quite interesting, <laughs> you know. I um, thought they were all miming to Alan Johnson sang, Walk Like an Egyptian." <laughs> <No>, fair enough. <laughs> he really has got the costume on there.
0: Do you think it would help or not? I don't know, because you really want to know. Mm. Because I did wonder, like, through the keyhole, they might say, for those of you at home, yeah. you know, who don't want to don't, look away now.
2: This is annoying me, because I'm trying to, trying to, normally previews are fine, but ITV just wouldn't give me anything for this, and eventually gave me the first episode, and it cut off before the reveal. Wow. They Ooh. said, we're not trusting anyone. And then they go and blurt out John Barrowman on Dancing on Ice, that he's clearly the unicorn. So I think, well, thanks very much for your I wonder trust. wonder what you're going to say about him <laughs> for a second. A unicorn. A unicorn. He's a unicorn. Right. He's a unicorn. He's the unicorn. Right. Okay. It, yeah. All right. Do we now know? Do you, you now know, know who you... everyone is? I don't. No. Oh, they won't okay. give me Saturday's episode because they're too chicken to do that. The producer as well.
0: said though, that when they revealed Alan
3: Johnson that nobody knew who he was. Is that true? Is that right?
2: I, I certainly did. <laughs> 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 I was expecting Ed Balls to pop out of that thing, and it was it was quite a moment. That's the horrible thing about this show. It has the reveal is. Good. How much do you think you get paid to be, you know, the giant budgerigar or whatever? Do you have any idea? I'm not, I mean, I'm... I'd love to know. I reckon yeah. about Patsy Palmer. Yeah, what did Bianca from EastEnders get? actually probably got 10 grand 10,
0: for that. 10,000 pounds. between 5 and 10. Between yeah. 5 and 10. Andy, what would you take? We could dress you as, what would you like to be? You could be an iguana, a giant iguana, and you have to sing Heart of Glass by Blondie in a falsetto. What's your price? 10 quid. Tenner, I'd, I'd pay five grand I would to love to see that. the anti climax. <laughs> the anti climax when they, they took off the head of the iguana and they said, It's Andy Jacobs. Oh, yeah, Three, two
3: of us would love it. <laughs> Going back to Malky Mackay, though, of course,
0: and it strikes
2: me
3: that I don't think he's, that, the, uh, unicorn yeah, no, he's not the unicorn. It's quite odd that they were invited out to
2: Brazil where they've got some pretty decent managers oh. to talk about doing a pro license. I mean. You know, Scottish coaching has a <laughs> very high reputation they do this thing at Largs and it's called the Largs Mafia so Jose Mourinho he, all the big names Andy Roxburgh is quite to, big
3: isn't he in FIFA
2: and yeah. telling people that there's no point taking a corner anymore
3: you'll never score for a corner
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? just refuse to take it? no point taking a, well, he I it, get really they're get a corner they're overrated corners
3: are overrated yeah. apparently I think he does other stuff other than just go around <laughs> saying corners I mean, he's are got a He's
0: Maybe he's just watched Christian Eriksen take a lot of corners and not, not be the, the first Trump man. Yes, yeah. that does happen. Um, oh, well, listen, Ali, thanks so much
2: for coming in. Oh, my well, It's uh, nice. good to see you. A very happy, new, you. Year, yeah, even though happy new year. It's getting towards happy the cut-off you. date. Yeah, and good luck. We believe in you. I still, listen. I've just spent 190 quid to <laughs> a flight in Norway for a game that may never happen. But you'll have a nice time anyway. You'll probably f- have a nicer time if there isn't a football match. I can't wait. It's the adventure is everything. The Hawksby and Jacobs
0: Daily Podcast. Uh, right, it's vignette time. Well, you- oh, well, good. Um, now, well, while while I was beca- mm. being you, uh, while I was mm. in the Jacobs role, and or, you know, over Christmas, you night- felt it was
3: quite an easy role.
0: Oh, didn't you just sit there, do absolutely nothing. I know. It was quite totally, resulted, really, totally, totally really. tremendous. It was really lovely. You just sit there. <laughs> you don't have. To throw to an ad break. You can just, you know, Paul does all the hard work. I mean, it was just a total joy. But, uh, you know, you really come into your own with this. But I managed to... uh I, I I was given the joy opportunity to get the vignettes from the Daily Star, which is such a hotbed of oh, it's but I've tremendous. you know, but that's for you. I didn't want to. I didn't. I no. bought it and then I didn't look at it because I didn't want to be surprised. <laughs> I, you know, I wanted the stories from the Star to be the letters page is a thing of total heaven, isn't it's it? Brilliant, especially it? on like a uplifting day like New Year's Day. The amount of anger that is happening on that page is and it's incredible. The front page
3: yesterday as well was. Ridiculous story. (laughs) What was it? I can't even remember now. Oh, it was about Danger
0: Mouse. (laughs) Oh, how's Danger Mouse, though? It's basically, it was almost whacked
3: by the Italian mafia. Really? After worried US tele execs feared the show would offend crime bosses. Oh, I see.
0: I mean, that, when was it on about 30 years ago? I mean, well, I always suspected Penfold. To be involved in something murky, and you have uh, a lot my, of people think I don't my like fears like Penfold. <laughs> you do look at your uh, half Penfold, half Mahatma Gandhi. It's a great mix, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a freedom fighting tiny friend of a mouse that lives in a post box. <laughs> I'll go with that. that. The dream. It's um, perfect. Um, uh, what have you got? Talking there? of looking like mm. people, yeah, absolutely love, oh great. If <laughs> you look, Carlos Goshen is that his name? The the, the man who that... ran away in a double bass case. Yes, it, yes. He's got a real look of Eric Hall about him. Yes. He's going <laughs> football agency. Monster, monster, double base case, wasn't he? <laughs> I mean, it is a you know, well. Look, you have to hand it to him in a certain sense. <laughs> yes, I would have been more impressed if he's got away in a in a clarinet case. To be honest, you know, there's plenty of room in a double bass case. Did you? Uh, there is.
3: Did you read about? Uh, well, two things really. Wesley Hoot. He says his yes, Mary's career is over mm. after he launched a scathing attack on boss Ralph Hassenhootle. Mm-hmm. And uh and. So he said a lot of things happened, he said, um, but he came to me, I was playing, and then he came to me to tell him he was impressed, that I deserved a second chance. But then I responded, what do you mean second chance? I've never even had a first chance with you, I've never played under him for a minute. You think, not brilliant really, that wasn't great, he was sort of opening the door for you and you just slammed it right in his face, but anyway he's leaving now.
0: He is, yes. Uh, now, you must be excited about the new mm. season of Love Island, Andy? Not particularly. No, mm. oh, but it could be more exciting this year. Love Island mm. bosses fear a troop of aggressive baboons could try and invade the Castle <laughs> Villa <laughs> yeah, after really. several were spotted near the perimeter. You yeah, they've gone, know, they've gone to uh, South Africa. Presumably, you know, if, if, uh, if the entire squad, England cricket squad, are taken ill, they'll just bring in some muscle-bound <laughs> wannabe lovers. Uh, yeah, the monkeys have been causing mayhem in the area of Cape Town. Uh, they are five-foot primates. Um, I hope our uh, team are all right. And they're attracted to shiny objects. And, you know, the islander's sung... Goffy's is, watch. Goffy's watch. It's true. Maybe Goffe might get could get lost and end up in the Love Island house. Exciting, wouldn't it? Um uh, loves wildlife. He does, doesn't he? He really That's, does, yeah. he does. <laughs> So he might he he will be there on the he'll be on the the wall between the Love Island villa <laughs> and the baboons saying, Save these baboons from Love Island Could actually make the show slightly better, couldn't it? Or the I, conversation I those
3: sort of stories though are just, you know. Do you think I've walked into a trap here? I do feel that. I think yeah. that, you know, it it's just gets people talking. It's a good way of getting... You know, it's the same thing they're doing strictly and uh, dancing on ice. i will say somebody's injured. Mm. They won't be able to make it this weekend. And you're sort of like,
0: ooh, and then they do. I've got an idea to... Uh, to, to. I'm not suggesting I, you need to bring romance back into mm. uh, your life, Andy. But uh, uh, there is a leap year this year. So if you wanted to renew your vows... Uh, mrs jacobs could propose to you poundland has Mm. launched man (laughs) bands so uh women can pop the question this leap year one pound ring will hit the store on valentine's day Uh, a spokesman said this is the perfect way for women to take control of their destiny so maybe mrs jacobs could buy you a one pound man band and propose on february the 29th (laughs) tremendous And uh, what about this
3: bloke, though? The Japanese fashion mogul. Ah, yes. Yusaku Mm Maezawa. Maezawa. Yes. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Mm -hmm. 44, who cares? uh, Has given away, he's decided to uh, give away $9 million to his Twitter followers in what he describes as a social experiment in happiness. Mm -hmm. And you think, Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? And then I went on and checked how many followers he's mm-hmm. got. 6.8 million. So it works out as a dollar thirty two each. Was
0: he doing a lottery or is, it, is, he, is he doing it pro rata? Or how long you've followed him sure for? That's quite
3: expensive for him to send a dollar thirty two to every one of those. <laughs> what, with postage? It's a lot of
0: stamps. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs>
3: um, it's a lot of bank transfers. I don't see
0: how he's going to do this, really. I've got some gadgets from the Daily Mirror for, for to make your 2020 more fun, Andy. Okay. Uh, would you like Borley, the robot companion? Oh, we talked about Borley yesterday. Um, did you? Yes, we huh. said he's got a high-pitched voice. <laughs> he tells you what to do, but no. Well, <laughs> um, oh, you can't have bored. Have you got the? Did you talk about the aerial selfie drone? No. Social media obsessed as you are. You could be left smiling by U.S. company Air Selfie, as developed a seventy-five-pound drone that recognises a person's face, follows them everywhere they go, taking a picture at the wave of a hand. So every photo of you I'm would going to be Cardiff <laughs> East Swansea on Sunday. <laughs> every photo would be waving. But if you'd like a selfie drone to follow you, follow you and Bawley around on your new life oh, together. Does sound very good. Put that it, on really? Dave. That would be nice. One more: the LuRoll delivery system. Have you got this one? A bluetooth enables toilet paper delivery robot that we can control by an <laughs> app on your smartphone it yes. has been designed to deliver toilet paper to those in need via Bluetooth commands um, the uh, company has yet not yet invented a way for the blue roll to be replaced on the holder for you so if anyone has a uh, uh, is technically minded that is a niche what does it do what, you, you just so you're on the toilet okay. you look to the right and you go oh no there's no andrex so yeah. then you Presumably you're scrolling on your phone like everyone does on the toilet now. You just open it's the blue. You blue open the Bluetooth setting and you say, Can I have some toilet roll, please? And a robot will arrive with a toilet roll on its head. There it is. Is it Bawley? <laughs> <laughs> if Borley can do this, then it is, toilet paper. <laughs> it's a short life <laughs> for the Bluetooth enabled toilet paper delivery robot.
3: People in Sheffield yes. spend at least uh spent the least on dinner dinner f- dates, oh. twenty nine pound on dinner and drinks for two, while those in Cardiff splash out the most at seventy nine pounds. A nationwide poll by a company that I'm not going to name found out, that that sounds wrong though, doesn't it? I mean, surely. I mean, we were in Cardiff recently. Mm-hmm. And we were in a Green King pub. Yes, and I noticed. Of course we were. <laughs> of course we were. <laughs> company menu. <you> are. It's <laughs> well, we tremendous. It was a good pub, a good fun. The, yeah. But the Sunday lunch was the least. pub
0: sport, isn't it? Well, it is.
3: The Sunday mm. lunch, the roast beef in Yorkshire, was. I'd say at least 4 or £5 pounds cheaper than sort of around our way or around in London. So I can't see how dining out in Cardiff is more expensive than dining out in London. But who knows? Uh, do you want to know what bacon is saltier than? Uh, oh, yeah, so saw it. Is it eight packets of crisps or something? Seawater.
0: Seawater? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so enjoy your bacon sandwich this afternoon. Seawater. Bacon on sale in our supermarkets is yeah. as salty or saltier than the ocean. <laughs> it's good, um, isn't it? With healthy option brands, often the worst... But it is, you know, talking of healthy eating, it's Veganuary, isn't it? Ah, it so is Veganuary, yes. I don't know, if you. I know you're doing the other one. I'm, I'm going dry. dry. January. I'm going dry. I was, do you know, the, the furthest I've got through dry January is a week and a half. And then mm. a friend of mine rang me and said, I'm going out for dinner with Hugh Grant. Do you want to come? I was oh, like, what a n-
2: fabulous <laughs> bit of name dropping.
0: I know, but normally it's Trevor Nelson, but I will drop that in. So I was like, of course. Did so you, you borrow Hugh Grant's microwave? So, I, know, I borrowed his Breville, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> excuse me. It, it sort of stutters, it's terribly British as you bring down the ham toasty, <laughs> um, but anyway, he was yeah. he ordered some quite nice wine, and so I was like, "Listen, I, I, I'm doing dry January, but I don't. We haven't got to the stage yet whether I know I'm gonna are we splitting the bill or not." And I can't after dinner say I didn't have any wine, so I filled my boots and that was it. Was, Did you split the bill between the three? No, of you? no, no. He was uh, no. He you took the, yeah, yeah, he took the bill. You yeah, took the bill. Yes. Top man. He is tremendous. Yeah,
3: yeah. He, uh, that's quite unusual actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it is. I mean, normally, you know, you, often if you go out with somebody very wealthy... Yeah, then it's true. You no, sort of split the Generous bill.
0: to a fault. Kristen says, how do you let the toilet roll robot into the bathroom? <laughs> Shall <we> not <laughs> on the toilet? It's it's true. true. You're going to have to get up and
3: let him in, <laughs> It's quite tricky. and very uh, good point. Why not just keep extra toilet paper in your bathroom? Oh, and be better don't idea. be so practical when you can have a toilet roll. Adrian Spooner robot. wrote to the Sun with this one. There. Oh, okay. He said, how can rich people allow their businesses to fail, leaving mm. hundreds of people out of pocket? Good point. Jamie Oliver is reportedly worth over 100 million, yet he escapes the financial consequences of his restaurant mm. chain collapsing. Mm-hmm. Well, sort of, I can see his point to an extent, but, you know, it's not, it's not really down to him, is it, to actually personally fund it. That's why people have limited
0: companies. You well, know? I, you know, I, as, as the Japanese man is doing, I'm going to give all my money to my followers. And I pres- <laughs> I think how many should- have you got? How many followers have I got? <laughs> I've got more followers than I've got pounds. <laughs> so, they'll you know, get 20p each. Uh, uh, do you want to know? 291.9 thousand. Have you? That's pretty impressive, mm. actually. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? So, what's the minimum you could give them for? A penny? A penny <laughs> I penny don't each? want to do that. Why not? I want to do that. A penny each to my foot. What's that? How much is that? Is that 2,900 quid or is it 290 quid? If I gave them a penny each. Anybody... <laughs> Anybody can look at them in there. Do you want That's why they're in the
3: world of sport. Exactly. How many mathematicians
0: here? Who's a mathematician? No. Brian Cox? No. He's a scientist. <laughs> he doesn't Get work Brian Cox on. He can he do long division? Sport. Get him <laughs> to do long division. Yeah. I'll give everyone I've ever met a penny. All right. I was a bit sad that, you know, I've lost money doing this I can't work now. it out if you... No, I don't really. I mean, we're late anyway. All right, um, I'll work it out in the break. Okay, we'll work it out in a break. We'll work out how many I'm giving my Twitter followers. Um, 291,900. by 900, 900. Yeah. Uh,
3: divided by <laughs> one. Is it? That's 10p. I don't want to give them 10p. Oh, Not that 0.1.
0: generous, yeah. 0.01. I wouldn't divide it. might be more. <laughs> I've got 29,190. Yeah, wow,
2: this has great. been a
0: devastating blow. I tell you what, I tell you what, Alan needs to take, Alan needs to really get wasted for the next few weeks so I can afford this. I've lost 29,000 pounds by doing this show. You know? The fee does not make up for it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall.
2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
0: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Good afternoon, you are listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport. Max Rushton uh, in for Paul today, uh, brought to you with Green King. Uh, for atmosphere you can't get at home, head to your local Green King pub to watch all the FA Cup action this January, home of pub sports. Uh, Adrian Durham and Darren Bent uh, with you on drive from four. Uh, right now, a very warm welcome to the studio, Max Whitlock, two-time Olympic gold medal-winning gymnast. Max, nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Nice to see you.
3: Just before we get to the book, it's a lovely book, we, uh, we were just talking there on the story of Joss Butler, and I asked you if they have sledging in
1: gymnastics, <laughs> and you said no, I'm <laughs> I'm really happy that they don't. To be honest, I think it would be. I feel like we're we're quite lucky in gymnastics. Is a it's a respectful sport. Um, so and,
3: Nadia to never write Ger- Olga Corbett. <laughs> yeah, you, you know,
1: no, nah, not a chance, not a chance. Honestly, you won't find that in our sport, which is which is good. You no coughing or anything. Doing a difficult move.
0: You, you want them to. <laughs> you want to win, but you want everyone to do well, or you want them to, you know, fall off the bar. I mean, what, you know, what, what's your mindset?
1: <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I think um, when <laughs> when you're gymnast, you kind of you, you realize how much training goes into it. I've I've done gymnastics for nearly twenty years. And when the Olympic comes around every four years and you have that one minute to show what you've been working on, of course I want to do my best, but I want everyone to do their best as well. And I've always said I want people... If, you, if you're going to... I obviously want to put myself in a position where I can... Regain titles. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that on a on a small foot I've I've always said I always want the best competition there every time I go because that pushes me more. That's I want everyone to do. I know I
3: spent two nights. Must be something to do with the, the name Max. Yeah. <laughs> two lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say you're nicer than Andy <laughs> <laughs> for sure. We should we say, be.
0: If you were about to the parallel bars, you'd be waiting. You'd have that Russian <laughs> just absolutely pile on his, on his face.
2: <laughs>
3: <you>? <laughs> yeah, it's a big year for you, Max. Of course, as well as the yes. book uh, which yes. we we'll chat about. Uh, of course, it's the Olympics and. Uh, yep presumably everything's focused on that
1: uh, 100% yeah I can't believe that we're actually in a 2020 year already it's just absolutely flown by since Rio 2016 and I think it, I think it, we're in a good place I mean as a team we're, we're looking strong off the back of 2019 World Championships where we qualified a four man team we can go in there with, with, with a lot of confidence Do you do you sometimes feel envious of, say, footballers who get a
0: chance, you know, if you don't play well one week, you can do well the next week. OK, you have like no, a, yeah, a point, you have finals mm. that you have to turn up for. But like you said, for that one yep. minute, like the whole four years, and you might wake up with a bit of a cold or a slightly yeah, you sore You have got other something. events, though,
3: haven't you? You're not just the floor. Mm-hmm. You've got all the individual goals as well as yeah. the sort of overall and the team. So yeah, right.
1: but uh, the, the hardest one is that the qualification, the first day of competition, if you muck that day up, that that's it you don't make mm. through to the rest oh, of the really? round. Mm. So it, it does all come down to that one day and a hundred percent. Yeah, I think if we had if we had a couple of attempts it would be quite nice and cushy, but I think yeah, one shot it adds to the intensity. It adds to the you know, the fact that you got to try and deliver every time and it adds to the pressure. How, how but are you
0: not completely bricking it on that day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am nervous. I'm <laughs> I am. I am really nervous. I get nervous every single competition. Every single one, whether it's a small one or, you know, with ten people watching or the Olympic Games, World Championship—it doesn't matter what it is—I get nervous every time. But I try and put myself in uncomfortable positions in in training to prepare myself as well as I possibly can for it.
0: And do you think people? Sorry, Andy. I said, do you think people appreciate quite how much? I saw a video of some rowers all making themselves sick on rowing machines. See, yeah. You know, in the middle of winter in some dark gym, and that we don't. You know, as as oh, yeah. as sports fans. You know, who don't watch gymnastics all the time and then suddenly switch on for the Olympics going, well, Whitlock's won two goals, he better win again. <laughs> yes. Do you think we just yeah. failed to or, appreciate
1: quite how much work or, goes into it?
3: God, how do we do that? How do we fall <laughs> off these you rubbish? You, <laughs> uh, know yeah. about it. you can do it if you live to be a thousand. <laughs> <because> that's <laughs>
1: that's yeah. the one, yeah. I, um... 100%. I think it's really hard to get that across mm. um, because all, a lot of the work obviously is done behind closed doors and you, you, you're training every single day of the week nearly. Um, you know, it, it is like that in terms of training as well. I was, I've been doing a lot of work on, on the bike to increase my fitness and, um, you know, the, it took me 10 minutes to recover the, the last one and I, you know, walked off. I literally collapsed on the floor because you're pushing yourself to the limits. And, and the reason why you do that is because you want to be the best for that day um and that's where it goes back to saying in respect of of everyone else you want them to be the best because you know how much work goes into it but i don't think people do realize it's hard to put it into into perspective on how tough the build-up is not um, very oh, max is
3: it hard to motivate yourself again having won two gold medals that is the pinnacle and you're still young of course but i mean do you, have you did you find it at the, at the start of the cycle a little bit difficult and obviously not now
1: um to be honest uh, I feel like I'm quite lucky in that sense because I, I I literally try and grab motivation from everywhere I can every place I can and if you look at 2018 for example it was seen as a, a year that I failed I got I got silver in European silver in worlds um so it, it was seen as a failure because I didn't come home with the gold and that was tough it was really tough but I think if if you spin it I used it as huge motivation to try and Try and prove myself that I, I wasn't finished. That's not max, like, past it or anything like that. I wanted to come back in 2019 and really prove myself. And um, if you if you try and think about it like that, mm. um, there was so much more for me to do. And that's why I continued after Rio, for example. as actually gymnast that had actually said to me that if they were me after Rio, after winning those two golds, they would have finished. Yeah, they're probably your rifles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sure you should have retired. You've done so well. <laughs> um, right, tell us
0: about Let's the, talk book. About the, book. Uh, the yeah. Whitlock workouts. Um, yes. why did you decide to do this?
1: Um, it, the the one of the biggest reasons is because I, I feel very proud along with the other boys and the girls on the team and that like we've inspired a lot of young kids to take up sports, specifically gymnastics but getting active. And um I wanted to show I've always wanted to show how good gymnastics is every time I step foot in the gym I do a full body workout I use muscles that aren't traditionally used in um, traditional workouts and I thought you know I can maybe produce something here and show how good gymnastics can be for anybody Mm. Um, adults of all ages all abilities and that's why I created something that they can do from home like with a sofa workout a cushion crusher and, and, and the full body workouts with no equipment at all and I think I wanted to do that make them really quick easy not scary just easy to pick up with recipes that you can improve your body get an ounce of what a gymnast can do.
0: And you don't need a pommel horse or a parallel <laughs> <of> bars. <laughs> in your
1: day. No, 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 not at all. you just literally using your traditional stuff. So you, all you need is a sofa and some cushions and you're, you're good to go. Uh, who's I- got a pommel horse at home? <laughs> do you know that No. I Come on,
2: Annie.
0: And, and it's really, like, there's so much you know, it's a sort of very flooded market, I guess. There's so yes. much talks about health and fitness in mm. January specifically. Mm. And there are lots of people who find it difficult, right? There will be lots of people listening who have have for some reason or for whatever reason have not done any exercise for years and years and years Mm -hmm. and and perhaps need to a bit and and, you know diet culture is a really sort of fascinating part of the world where you know you don't have to not eat everything moderation is important but how is it is it as cliche as saying the hardest step is the first one
1: it yeah it really is for a lot of people, and I think it's that motivation thing um and I think um that's what I wanted to try and get around with it with this book. I didn't want it to be a fad that was a one month thing and maximum three months thing and and the way I've tried to get around that is is what I do my whole career is is based on trying not to be too intense. I've always tried to be as chilled as possible. I treat myself, I'm relaxed with what I'm eating with what I'm doing with training. I'm not literally it's gym, gym, gym. I'd, I've never wanted it to be like that and I think that helps me. So I talk about in the book an 80-20 rule and that's basically just trying to say 8% of the time, try and be good. 20% of the time, treat yourself. And the reason for that is because then that makes it not daunting to start um, and it also makes it easy to sustain so it isn't a fad. I think Alan Brazil has the naught 0- 100 <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Um, Slightly that, different ratio. And
0: your, your dad was a, an ice cream man.
1: He, is that right yeah he was so, i mean did you
0: get in your childhood were you you know doing gymnastics and then eating a 99 flake every day
1: do you know i look back on it and wish i i ate more at that time but um when you've got an ice cream van on your doorstep somehow you just the magic's not there right you just don't all the time has it put how you off
3: you? ice cream for the rest of your life
1: no 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 don't get me wrong i love ice oh, cream you love ice yeah, cream yeah. Okay. how did you find that out I, don't know, I just read
0: it in.
3: <laughs> oh, just very, incredible very, very
1: research. There's very nothing
0: professional. Oh, no, I hate to say this, Max. There's nothing. Have you seen that Alan Partridge where the guy with posters? <laughs> I've got posters <laughs> of your face <folks laughs> all over all. There's nothing I don't know about you. Um, listen, thanks so much for coming in.
1: No, uh, the book that. is Thank The you. Whitlock Workshop. Uh, we didn't
3: really talk about the recipes at the back. So oh, yeah, I yeah. these are yours that you. you yeah, yeah. So,
1: and, yeah, yeah. So it goes back to that that 820. Like, I, I don't eat foods that are like ridiculously healthy that you can't pronounce, that you can't. You don't know how to prepare or cook. You have to research them. It's normal foods, but just the way of doing them is healthier. so i've got like healthy burgers healthy fish and chips i've got london 2012 dish rio dish Tokyo dish i've got all some like really nice stuff in there that generally stuff that i would eat on a on a daily basis
0: you've been listening to the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter